A letter to this effect comes, I don't seem to have the time to meet all of my obligations to my family. What can I do? This problem is something that is true of Christians everywhere today in this time of the rat race. We're all so busy doing so many things that we just don't find time for the real priorities that God has given to us in his word. Indeed, even pastors find this problem to be a very difficult one for them to face. Pastors, of course, ought to be those who are setting the pace and setting examples for the rest of the flock. And yet many times it is they in particular who are having this difficulty, being pushed and pulled, going to committees and meetings and trying to do a thousand things when they know they can't do that many in any given week. Is there any way to get out of this mess? Is there any way to get one's priorities straight? Is there any way that a person can really get this matter settled once and for all? Yes, there is. Let me begin by saying to you that you do have enough time. You say, I don't, I don't, I never have enough time. I'm always in trouble with this. No, now wait a minute. You have all the time that you need to do everything that God requires you to do. You don't have one minute too much, one minute too little. God is the one who numbers our days. He's the one who determines what lifespan each one of us will have. And we, according to the scriptures, need to number our days after him. We need to take count of our days and set our priorities and be sure that the things that we are doing are what he wants us to do with this most valuable of all of life's commodities, our time. Now most of us would not handle our time, uh, our money, the way that we handle our time. We wouldn't think of just uh, doling out little bits and pieces of money here and there without any thought about the overall budgeting of those funds. You know, if you're giving your money to the Lord's work, if you didn't lay that money aside first, that there just wouldn't be anything left over. So you lay out a budget, and then you try to live according to that budget. But there are many of you, even businessmen perhaps listening at this moment, who are very scrupulous about budgeting their funds who have never really sat down to figure out how to budget their time. And yet time is far more valuable than money. It is time that makes money. And so I say to you today that as we begin this study of how God requires us to be good stewards of our time, which is not really our time at all, but it's his time, just as our money is not really ours, but it's his so we are to be good stewards, that is, those to whom God has entrusted this time, good stewards who will use that time properly for his honor. Now, it's not an easy thing to do, but it is certainly something worth realizing that we do have the time. You know, tomorrow's time is all there. If God gives you a whole day, you have 24 fresh hours tomorrow. What's left of today are all yours to do with as you determine before God. 
You know, you may never have thought about it, but the whole pie is out there in front of you tomorrow. It just depends upon how you slice it. You know, a lot of people just let their time dribble away like money. They nickel and dime their days away, frittering their time away wastefully, never using that time in a uh, careful and prayerful way uh, allotted to the work that God has before them. And so here we have the whole issue in front of us, the matter of priorities, setting priorities for our time. You know, I found this problem once in my own life to be a very serious one, still struggling with it, of course, uh, as we all do. But it was so serious at one time that I realized I was going to committees every time I turned around, and I sat down and I counted all the committees that I was on. And I found out I was on 17 and a half committees. The half committee was a subcommittee. And you know, uh, I, I just realized 17 committees, no human being can get uh, onto 17 committees and do a job on any one of them. There were presbytery committees, there were seminary committees, there were denominational committees, and here were all these committees, meeting, 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 and I was just running hither and yon to one committee after another. So I promptly realized that this was sin for me to be on so many committees. I couldn't do a good job, I was wasting time, I was not using my time wisely or being a good steward of that time. So I sat down and I wrote letters of resignation to all but three that I thought were the committees that I could best contribute to. And you know, it has been a real blessing just to know that freedom and to be able to get that time back into control. The problem is that most of us allow others to take our time away from us. We allow them to decide what we're going to do with our time. And I can assure you that if you don't determinately sit down and decide what you are going to do with your time, how Jesus Christ would have you use it for his glory, others will get hold of that time. We should not be like a little matchbox tossed about on the sea as the waves come from the right or they come from the left and as the winds blow from behind or as they blow from in front, we are just tossed about with whatever influences in the environment hit us next. No, that isn't the way that our time should be spent. Our time is so brief. The scriptures tell us that man is like uh, the grass that grows up and flowers in the morning and the sun comes out and it withers and it dies by evening. You're going to find that your days and your life and your time are gone before you even realize it. How vital, how essential that that time be spent the proper way honoring God and doing as he pleases. Very important then it is for you and for me to determine how we're going to use that time wisely for the honor of our God. In our next broadcast, I'm going to talk to you about how to slice that pie, how to get that piece of pizza cut into exactly the right number of pieces. You heard about the fellow who went to the store and they said to him, uh, all right, here's your pizza. Do you want it cut into uh, uh, eight pieces or into 16 pieces? He said, well, you better cut it into eight. I can't eat 16. Well, now, a lot of us are like that when we think about our time. We let it get chopped up into little bits and pieces. This is one of the things we're going to have to do. Take that time that's nickeled and dimed away and put those little pieces together and find big blocks of time resulting. The next broadcast, be sure you have your pencil and your paper ready because I'm going to show you how to design a plan 
for taking your time and scheduling your priorities so that you can work out the right kind of schedule. We'll be talking about that on the next two broadcasts, so be sure to have your paper and pencil ready, and we'll be working on this. But right now, you realize your life is a mess. You're not putting your wife and your husband first, or your husband first. You're not putting your children in the proper place in your time. You're not putting your church in the proper position. Maybe your job is suffering, or maybe it's taking over. Maybe you need to talk to God right now about that matter and prepare to meet together again at our next broadcast. Lord, help us to be concerned about our time. Help us to do the right things about it. Help us to learn how to get control of it as good stewards. For Christ's sake, amen.